0: Hey guys, before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know of our new schedule. This is what we're going to try to stick to as firmly as we can. Every other Thursday, we're going to post a podcast on the weeks in between. We'll try to post bonus episodes, bonus things, not necessarily an episode, but maybe a conversation, an experience, motivation, whatever it may be. We're going to try to stick to that throughout the year and see how that goes. But we hope that you enjoy this episode with my good friend Brock and Bashir's new good friend Brock. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Welcome back to the Zach and Bashir podcast. Today we have a special guest on the show, Brock Covington. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's going Brock? on? Brock, introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are, what you're up to, your accolades, your your maybe qualifications. Cool, cool, Let's cool.
1: Know. All right. So I am a personal trainer uh, at VCU. Um, I'm also a student at VCU. Been friends with Zach since we were in kindergarten. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we go way, Known back. Each way other, back. Way back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I knew him when he was. Destined to be a football star, you know, before the oh, OG yeah. yeah. Before he was gonna be a runner of any sort, <laughs> and um, and uh, so known him forever. And obviously, uh, I grew up pretty chubby. I'm um, actually growing up, played baseball, but was pretty chubby until I uh, got kind of later in middle school, and then I started uh, got into like weightlifting. Okay? Yeah, and I lost yeah. about thirty pounds. Um, really, just kind of fell in love with fitness overall, um, and. It's just cool to kind of see different paths take place with like Zach being, being more in like the running sphere, and then me doing lifting. So I got more into l- weightlifting. So I've been training more like a bodybuilder or strength movements like the past like five years and then um, started getting my personal training certification from NASM uh, a little bit over a year ago and then been personal training at VCU's campus gym ever since. So um, yeah. Very high accolades yeah. you um, very high yeah. as you
2: get here for... Yeah. Nothing,
1: nothing too specific, I guess, besides that. Um, I make a lot of content on my Instagram that's like around like mobility videos and things like that a lot of um, information there, so sure tips, that out. tutorials um and yeah I, I think a lot of my knowledge and experience just comes from um a lot of talking to a lot of people and looking up things online mm-hmm. looking at studies and i feel like anything like it's not all just like what bachelor's degree you have or certification but how you apply yourself and i feel like you know you know just like with like running or anything you're doing it's like the more people you talk to and information you can gain so Yeah, Um, Yeah, the more you hop in that community it's like you just learn
0: you just learn as you move up and Mm kind of get immersed but yeah what you guys may not know is that Brock and I really do go back I don't even know if Bashir knows this but I don't I actually learned (laughs) I actually learned a lot of my video editing skills from Brock like back in Uh, the day we we, (laughs) we would just play around like (laughs) photo booth and like uh, iMovie and he hooked me up with like Final Cut Pro 10 back in or 7 back in the day 7 man and it was like the OG days of video editing it was really we were really out there in the trenches and it was just it was a weird time uh, we had tech channels. That we, we, had tech were, channels. we were, we really were going be like tech YouTubers
1: back yeah, in the day. We were tech YouTubers. We had like 200 subs, and like honestly, we're moving, we should we're have moving.
0: kept with it. Yeah, because we because, would be like 200
1: grand. Because the people now, that were wow.
0: like really famous now in the tech sphere, like like they were Austin small Evans, when we he was were, like at like 20k when we were yeah. starting. I was like, dang, it's yes, 20k. We've got like yeah, 200. What, really? what age is
1: this? Um, Eleven. Yeah, 11. We we're putting out crap videos. Yeah, we like, yeah, yeah. They were like iMovie record or like iPod Touch. iPod Touch recorded. Really. Bad yeah.
0: quality. But the crazy part is we would hit up small companies. Brock this this he gave me this format. He gave me this format. He this little template like, I typed <laughs> Really? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and we would get all these free, tiny products. Like, yeah. I, I have some, some of my closet cool stuff. Like, yeah. like, what? Like, what? Like, so, like, kind of like a sink stand for my iPod. Yeah. I know one of them was like a yeah. 30 pin connector you'd like slide in a cable. Yeah. And so it'd be like a dock, basically. I got these eye bins which were like, it was like the size of a credit card and it would just bend it it was just like a cheap piece of plastic. Rest of your phone iPhone on. cases. Yeah. Like oh, back wow. in the day when like accessories were such iPhones. a big thing. Yeah. So many screen protectors, mm-hmm. cases. Accessories um, used to be huge. Lucky. It was basically just like infinite yeah. accessories. Like, and we
1: were like 12. So yeah. it's like, that's you know, so crazy. No, and
0: I remember yeah. one time like this one company it was like a big company. It wasn't big but it was like they sold a lot of products and they were like yeah just pick out two products that you want. I just like it was like most expensive. Yeah. And the most expensive one was like $20 headphones. I was like oh yeah. T- <laughs> I was like, like a medal. I was yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm getting twenty dollars. Well, that's yeah. crazy. It's, gr- it's yeah. crazy.
2: The world has really shifted to like companies promote their things through social media. Yeah. Social yeah. media and like yeah. just people. Brock was just telling us before this.
1: Yeah, yeah. How he's like that's an crazy. influencer, and I think that's yeah. so yeah. cool because
2: influencers. We're not as big five years ago and ten years ago. They it's like it's just. Like, a, yeah. it's like
1: a like a, a job title now. It's yeah, like not, It's like little, what does that mean? <laughs> I feel like Brock like is, is like title. a like a definite like
0: health influencer. Like he may not have like the world's most yeah. followers. He's on the up, so be sure yeah. to follow him. Be sure yeah. to follow Brock. Like with the followers that he has, he has extreme influence within them.
1: I feel like I feel like following people with engaging content that actually matter. Like when I think about like who I follow, I follow people that either like I know personally. Yeah entertain me or, mm-hmm. or have, like, informative stuff. Like, I want mm-hmm. to get something out of your content. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's like, one or the other for me. Yeah. It's, like, either pure entertainment or it's pure information. Yeah. Like, if I, like, I don't know you, like, okay, cool, you like yeah. you look good or cool, you're traveling somewhere. But that doesn't – I don't get anything yeah. out of that, you know? Yeah, that's um, like So useless. So it's, yeah. like, you know, I try to put out content that people can get something out of. So either I push, like, mobility stuff, which can be applicable for any kind of discipline of mm-hmm. fitness or just moving better. Yeah. Um, and then exercise tutorials so that, you know, even if you know, like, oh, I know how to do a squat, well – you know, something that can cue things to make it easier or, you know, check your form and stuff like that. So just things like that, that I feel yeah. like people can grasp. Um,
2: That's why I've never really understood following kind of super anybody. famous people yeah. that, that yeah. don't output content. Like I've never been one to be like, yeah, let me follow this basketball player because I like yeah. basketball. Just, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much on timelines and feeds nowadays yeah. that... There's no time. Yeah. To have, yeah. There's
1: no time to just to look have post at posts that are just yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah, I've like I've almost started to unfollow some of my friends, or like Ooh. not not like my <laughs> not my friends. Let me check my own account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like people yeah. that I knew like back in like high school or middle school. I've already done it. Too, that yeah. were like they're like posting things, but like I didn't really I wasn't really tight with them, so it's like yeah. it's not that important to me. And as well as like it's just like it's just bulk content cool. where I'm just like it's like you're not really providing
1: anything for my life. And I'm like.
0: I'm sorry, like, th- I'd thing, like too. to talk yeah. to you, but
1: I don't want to just see yeah. your photos, you know? Well, that's the thing, like, you know, at first I would unfollow some people from high school, and then, or, like, they would unfollow, like, me before I follow them, just because I'm posting a lot of, like, fitness stuff, mm-hmm. but honestly, that's okay, like, you want yeah. engaging yeah, followers, like, you want people that actually are interested in your content, if you just have, like, a bunch of sorority girls that just, like, don't mm-hmm. care about fitness, like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to like your stuff, they're not going to engage with whatever you're trying to, like, you know, explain or stuff, Definitely. so it's like there's no point to And like in...
2: In like the popular world, it's become such a thing. Wow, you unfollowed me. Like that yeah, means so much. Yeah, yeah. But it's just because a, a sorority girl unfollows, for example, Brock because she doesn't do fitness. That in No way means she's coming yeah. at Brock. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a, popular, You can't take it personal. In popular popular it is. culture is like, oh my gosh, like I hate this person. But yeah. I feel like it makes sense. Okay, I don't lift. I don't want to see lifting. Yeah, I do lift. I want to see lifting. Then you just tailor what you
0: see to your exactly. personality. Exactly. Like, yeah. I feel like there should be no hard feelings. Like I feel like if if you're worried about people thinking that your content's like too niche for you or something, like if you're like, dang, like I'm gonna lose these people, then it's uh-huh. like you don't need those people because like mm-hmm. then you're just putting out general content. So it's like you, yeah. it's it's important
1: to focus in and like then yeah. kind of specify. And on the cool opinion. thing again with like social media, we're kind of just talking about social media, but hey, uh, it's not good. we, it's we like good going starter, on tangents. We like, yeah, like yeah. bringing around, but the jungle. Yeah, the cool thing is like you engage with people that are in the same like niche as Mm -hmm. well too yeah so um like you've engaged with so many people obviously through youtube with like running but you meet so many cool people when you like get involved with that so like i've met so many cool people that um you know it's it's like really supportive too it's not even like an ego thing or like um meeting people that are going to compete with you but just like you know really supportive you learn new stuff and again if like you're following people that you find value in and vice versa so it's always a good community it's yeah
2: i feel like there's different type of people who use the social medias and stuff and Brock, and hopefully us too, but definitely Brock has that elevated sense of yes. I know what it's for, I know what well, it's not it, for.
1: Well, the thing is too, like you have people that are posting personal stuff, like Zach posts mostly, here's what I'm doing, or here's what you know, yeah. my experiences are, and that's fine. If like you find value in that, or you find it interesting, there's nothing wrong with following people like mm-hmm. that, especially yeah. if you enjoy them as a person. But there's also... Oh, where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't I Follow people
2: that post kind of general, non-personal.
1: Oh, oh no, here it is. It's back. It's back. It's back, everybody. You can have a personal page, but also I treat my account as a business page. It is yeah, me, yeah. but it's personal branding. Mm-hmm. There we yeah. go. He, he was just yeah. showing his
2: Instagram, and I saw the... Kind of, when you have your, uh, was it a business account? Well, yeah, yeah. When it's set to a business account, you can tell. And I know a lot of people that actually do that. How you
1: position yourself is a big thing. Like, Uh I only have, like, 1,600 followers. But, like, we were talking about before, this brand, brand, I'll plug them. 10,000, like, reach out to me. And it's like, um, you know, when you have yourself positioned to look professional, post valuable content, people find value in that. Companies find value in that. Yeah. Versus, um, you know, you just not keeping everything professional, using, like, profanity, maybe, or, like, posting just... Unappealing photos, like but posting like like Zach does, like really high quality photos, yeah. posting good videos, using good editing, things like that makes a difference and yeah. looks better to not just the average person but also like companies. I especially the care. company for you, they know yeah. like we're gonna hit that niche audience. Everyone of those yeah. followers, like because are ninety percent of those.
0: Our, our audience yeah. that we want to hit. Like, it's not, like, just me yeah. in general. See, for me, my Instagram, I like to treat it as, like, a place for me to display, like, my artwork in a way. Like, I like to take photos. So, it's, like, more of, like, my life and capturing my life in, like, the highest quality photos possible. So, I don't want to just put out junk photos. It's, like, I want to edit that. I want to make it look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you can get my life, like, you can get my niche on YouTube. Yeah. And this is my, like, other side. This is, like, the second side of me. So, like, mine is a more personal Instagram, I mm-hmm. guess, whereas Brock's is, like, definitely more focused on, like... His company, his and brand, it's all okay. His, and but himself. like
1: I like what you mentioned, how you don't just put out junk, you put out like valuable stuff. Yeah, too. yeah. that's another thing. Like don't just post to post, Post yeah. because you have yeah, something absolutely. to. Um, it's like it's, I don't like to
0: force.
2: Center. It kind of reminds yeah. me. Um, of, mm-hmm. I listened to the Jordan Belford podcast with mm-hmm. Joey Diaz. Yes. And way at the start, they were talking about like selling because Jordan Belford's a great seller, mm-hmm. and he's like Wolf of Wall Pe- Street. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, and he was like, "What people don't understand is that you don't need to be a sales guy." To want to know and value selling, because everything in life You're is selling. selling. Mm-hmm. Yes, if he's like, like you might need to sell like yourself. You might need to sell your business if you yeah. go out and you wanna meet a girl. You gotta sell yourself <laughs> yeah, too. That girl. Yes. You so,
0: gotta prove your
1: value to that girl. Yeah. So I think Bashir
2: what
0: is, <laughs> told me, to listen, to yeah. so I have to, that crazy? I think what we're saying
2: is, uh, like, that's an Instagram. We're not saying that you should have like a super tailor Instagram, but just if you wanna sell yourself, there's different ways to sell yourself. Definitely. If, or trying to sell yourself as an influencer. Maybe on Instagram like Brock and like Zach. My Instagram is pretty casual. What you guys don't know is that I do focus on every single picture. If you knew oh. how
0: much effort went into each photo.
2: It's
0: not even... It's, it's not even... In junk, it's like it's like he puts the thought into it. But she was thinking about the caption. He's thinking it's about not, the value behind... He's thinking... Well, they have to think about this It's not like caption, the superficial...
2: Oh, I need this lighting for this photo. Yeah. This, this, yeah. And this. But it's like... I don't... If I'm like, yeah, I should post this, so I shouldn't post this. Like, yeah. the other day, my... Uh, our friend Jake was leaving for college. Yeah. And I was like, okay, and we post a picture with him because he's leaving. And the captain had nothing to do with him, but that just shows,
0: like, I thought about all those things. Yeah. And In almost I, as a way, it's like a scrapbook of your like life. It's like a scrapbook. So
1: there's just it levels to like it, Yeah, definitely. I like that. Yeah.
0: I like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank
1: you th- to, uh welcome to our TED Talk on social media.
0: <laughs> <laughs> bring it back. Bring, bring it, back. it back. So
2: I bet a lot of you guys are probably like, okay, this is, not a podcast about any specific thing, like it's the Zach and Bashir show, it's not the Zach and Bashir running show or anything, but a lot of you guys are probably runners and here we have brought a personal trainer, bodybuilder, mm. weights, mm. and you're probably one that has
0: changed his body, changed his life. You're
2: probably Stretch wondering the, the relation, you're like, okay, this guy is not a miler, like why did we have <laughs> Why am I here? Why, are you here? <laughs> so, why did we bring this guy but about why you think it's important that you can even talk on this subject and maybe help Some people out,
1: I think every um, no matter what sport you're doing or just fitness in general, whether you're really into yoga, or really into running, you're a football athlete, weight training is very important and it's an aspect that should be covered as well as like just as your endurance is being trained and you know, just flexibility, all that it all matters when it comes to like a sport because you're utilizing um, not just the strength of your muscles but the endurance, you're using obviously mental capacity, flexibility, all this stuff, and recovery is really important too. So, I'd hope to touch on a few things mm-hmm. and um, one thing that me and Zach were talking about because he's starting up, you know, his marathon training soon. Yeah, yeah. And he was telling me, "Oh, I think you said your doctor was like, hey, you should try some weightlifting, deadlift, things like yeah. that, to strengthen up.'" And you know, I feel like a lot of runners think, "Oh, I don't want to get bigger and stronger; it's harder to run that way." You know, and things like that. And or it's very... only
2: it's only for like
1: runners that Spenters. run faster, yeah. 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 Spenters, run yeah, longer. But it's really for I think everyone because there's always something to gain from it. You know, definitely. And it's more about um, not exactly like. not everyone gets the same results it matters more about the way you train right so you know if you're training really heavy and strong you're training three to five reps you're going to be training you know that's more for like football versus something that is more endurance based you got to switch up the rep ranges the exercises how you do that exercise things like that matter so um yeah i just think it's uh really important so i hope to touch on some of that today yeah Yeah. definitely definitely. wash down this it all relates yeah like Guys, one thing is that I actually – I wasn't against working out and, like, lifting and all that. But
0: in my mind, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I'm running. Like, all I have to do is really just run to get yeah. better. And then I was kind of having these problems with my hip, and I was, like, starting mm-hmm. to, like, feel all these weird problems. And I was like, dang, this is awful. So I went back to my one doctor that I can always rely on, and he's just, like, the guy, Milan Laster. Shout out to you. And he was, I was talking to him for a while, and he's like, yeah, you should probably start lifting. Like, yeah. I I think that for every athlete, and I trust this guy more than any other doctor, he's fixed me in ways, like – I came out of that appointment, and I've been fixed since then. Mm -hmm. And it it, had been occurring for months. And so the thing is that I went in there, and I trust him with everything. And he's like, yeah, I think that no matter what, your exercises are important to, like, keep you strong, keep you from being injured. Like, you exercising in other ways is going to prevent you from having to take months off in the future. Although, like you know you may be thinking oh it's gonna put on weight all this stuff yeah. in actuality you're not gonna put on weight it, if you're yeah. doing it the right way like if you're Couple not things, trying to lift yeah. like brock like i'm not gonna try and lift in the way that brock does mm-hmm. but brock can teach
1: me how to lift in the way that i should be able to yeah move. yeah and like uh one thing that i can teach you is again it's like one it's really hard to gain muscle so it's yeah. not <laughs> like you like you can work out two weeks and brock you're like, wishes five it was easier. No, like i'm training months and months to gain like two pounds of muscle granted like a newbie lifter is going to gain it a lot faster but it's not super easy to just yeah. gain and yeah, muscle yeah. like that. But like you said gaining muscle strength training isn't just to be strong but it's to be stable it's to be yeah, yeah. Um, healthy and to a point that like your muscles are used to going through a full range of motion so when you take that long stride yeah. your hamstring is not going to tear Definitely. it's used to that stress um, it's stronger in that weak position if that makes sense so mm-hmm. um, things like that you say your hip you know proper mobility I bet you know I could listen to maybe like what uh, you had at William and Marion, what you have at tech like what they have you doing for like warming up or what they have you do for like you know post-workout dissected to me like that Sometimes, sometimes I might say, yeah, that's for this, or that for that. Or honestly, I might say, that seems kind of useless, you yeah. know. And, and yeah. you know, sometimes they're um, athletic trainers, or especially in high schools, if a lot of y'all listeners are in, like, high school and you have somebody training you for, like, weights or something. <laughs> Probably. Sometimes they're idiots, you know. Yeah. They, they might they might have a certif- you know certification or um, anything like that, but they might be idiots, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because, again, like I, you know, I said in the beginning of this, just because you have a piece of paper, if you don't apply it, doesn't mean you know what yeah. you're talking about. I work with a lot of trainers at the gym I train at that, like, you know, I hear them whisper, talking, like, oh, I haven't lifted in, like, you know, the all summer. What do you mean? Like, you're, you're like, you're <laughs> yeah. a personal trainer. Like, you are like, trainer if, if you don't apply what you practice, or, like, fat trainers, it's, like, come on. It's, like, it's just, speech, like, a, it's yeah. like a yeah. dentist with yellow teeth. Like, what do you... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I,
0: and that happens so often, it's kind of, like, yeah. scary. Whenever yeah. I saw my orthodontist, and yeah. he had, like, a little crooked
1: teeth. Yeah, you're, look, like, what? Um, like, this is, like, but anyway, backwards here. But, um, but to break into a bigger topic, how, so... To, I'm not gonna be able to cover and show everything like, oh, this, you do this exercise. I will touch on a few exercises, but one, one general kind of thing I wanted to talk about is really what's called like the sports performance like pyramid, okay? So like, how are you yeah. gonna structure your training? What are you gonna prioritize? And so, at the top of that pyramid is like the sport itself, mm-hmm. the event running. So top, for us, so like for that. us, runners It'd what's at the top. Meet. It would be track It would be it would be your meet. Um, okay. Yeah. So whatever event you're running, the ten k. The I don't know the terminology. Yeah. So terminology. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen hundred, whatever you're running, right? Yeah, that one, one. That one. Whatever no. you're running. Okay. Actual running is at the top. Actual running is at the top. Okay. So obviously, that's the most important thing. That's the end goal. Be better at that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what's going to come after that is what's called. If you're being really specific, is more. Like like, technical preparation, okay? So that what that means is basically um, variations of that. So, like, your actual running practice, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be, like, actually... So this might be, like, a long run. Yeah, your long runs, yeah. Like, what you guys are doing over the summer, your workouts. Yeah, your actual, like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Or, like, for a football, you know, practice, that might be doing certain drills, Mm -hmm. you know, in practice. Or for baseball, it's, like, taking infield or whatever, basketball, things like that, shooting practice, free throws, okay? And then what's going to come after that is what's called special... Uh, physical preparation, which is more like what exercises are going to have direct carryover to your mm-hmm, yeah. thing. So, um, an example of that would be, well, I'll get to some stuff for running, but for like football, right, like squats, yeah, um, like or well, that would be more of a general one. I'll get to that in a minute. It would be more like what's a good one for like basketball? Basketball. Here's bas- basketball. Basketball box jumps. Okay, you're okay. improving yeah, your yeah, vertical. Yeah. That has a direct correlation to jumping better, jumping higher, dunking, blocking. But it's less
2: specialized than free throws. It's and less specialized. Well.
1: Yeah, it's less specialized than free throws, and and free throws are obviously less specialized than actually playing the game, okay? so So that's where the pyramid's building, okay? So again, the special physical preparation is more things that have direct carryover. So I'll get to some for running, um, in a little bit, but you know, things are gonna directly. You're working the exact muscles that you're using in the sport. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Then the bottom layer is your foundational layer. It's called general physical preparation. Okay. So that's gonna be your foundational stuff. So this is the fourth layer. This is the fourth okay. layer. This is the final. This is the base. This is where, honestly, most of your training, especially in your youth years, so in high school, in middle school, younger, yeah, should be ninety percent general. Yeah. Training. Okay.
2: And honestly, I feel like. <clears throat>
1: it's often not it's often not because yeah. people want they think oh i start working
0: for them there's mm-hmm. there's like 10 coming an olympian
1: at 10 there's 10 year olds that are like doing like very specific specialized banded this upside down yeah. you know off yeah. the wall keep it simple you know why okay so why um, why, why keep, keep it simple, it simple? At such a young because young age. you're at such a young age you're trying to develop the the base strength of the muscle. You're trying to build foundational movements like your squats, your deadlifts, your full body movements. You want to be very proficient, efficient, mobile with those. You want to be very good at the foundational stuff so you have good overall base strength. Um, You know, once you get to college or professional level for certain sports, that's when you notice you're getting those small changes and the benefits of that. Yeah. The problem is if you only focus on special preparation at too young of an age, you miss out on the general stuff and then you're playing catch up.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So, And I
2: think that's important to harp on a little bit because a lot of the people that listen, maybe not that listen, but then are like fans of Zach's show and our show. (laughs) Or like some of them are really young and they're always asking, I want to get better at the end product, at the race, what to do. And I feel like a lot of people are doing things at the top of that pyramid. They're doing too much. much.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like, And these are like the younger people that are always coming to us. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Like for example, uh, like if you're trying to get... Um, bigger as like a bodybuilder, or something. Yeah. Okay, really big example because people know what. Okay, bigger muscle. Okay, if you're trying to get um, big overall, um, the. the You wouldn't want to pick exercises that isolate one muscle at a time, okay? Like, you're not going to do this light, like, tricep push down, and you're not just going to do, like, some curls to get your biceps bigger, okay? Those are small muscle groups. They're very, like, simple exercises. You're going to do what's called, like, a compound exercises, which means using multiple joints, multiple muscles, okay? Here's an example, like a bench press, okay? Yeah. A bench press is going to use your chest, shoulders, triceps. You're going to train that because you can overload the muscle more because you can use the most weight because you're using multiple muscle groups. You're going to get the most bang for your buck you're going to be more efficient okay yeah. so same applies with like running like um you know you want to build that foundation so like you know that running you know doing the most simple exercises are going to build your body to be more efficient overall yeah. before you're going to notice the little changes so maybe you know if I mean? you're if you're young and you're trying to get better
2: at the 100 Instead of just running hundred meters a bunch of times trying to get better, focus on form.
1: Focus on form of your running. Focus yeah, on yeah, the form. yeah, focus on, focus on the general stuff because doing maybe the special stuff that Bashir is doing at Virginia Tech that's very specialized. For you guys you that are not
2: at
0: Virginia Tech and are in eighth or ninth grade that are yeah,
1: because a lot of people yeah, ask me that. So definitely. I feel like what he is No, I think really, that's
0: super. Because yeah. like I know when I was in middle school, I wasn't training to be a distance yeah. runner. Like yeah. I was wrestling. I was trying to your be on the football team. The thing. I was yeah. doing the other things that were working different muscles and low key when I was wrestling like I was I was I've never felt as tired as the third round in a wrestling match when you're on like you're just on a streak, and you're like Which one undefeated. Winning. One season, I was completely undefe- <laughs> I, I, I was, <laughs> I undefeated. I undefeated my seventh grade year, and all I know is that my I I won every single match. That's like, the biggest thing. Yeah. There was one team named like Oak Knoll, and like they're yeah, they're they known yeah. to be super good. Okay, and like the only other guy that was undefeated only won by basically points, and I was like, dang, I followed him up, and I was like, I need to win by a pin. Like yeah. I don't want to just win by points. I want to actually win this match because then it's like yeah. it's definitive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wrestling. We made it to the third round, and I was like, <sighs> I'm breathing. Yeah hard i'm never like after a run i've rarely I've felt this tired yeah and your body's exhausted Wrestling. you're working yeah, so everything. Wrestlers are the hardest workers. oh my yeah, God. it's, it's sure. outrageous it's and i went practice. as a pen yeah. and I, I just finished i'm like i just want to lay on this mat like yeah. i'm yeah. like this I'll is say just one thing the hardest. that i've
1: heard from um a lot of like special um exercise specialists and you know athletic athletic trainers and things like that is when you're at that young age again focus on the general preparation focus on the foundational movements and strength um things like just being very good at push-ups at squats like i said lunges yeah um and also just playing as many sports as possible. Don't specialize, definitely, you know? Definitely. Um, because you around, specialize. Specializing is important once you get to later in high school, once you get to college. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when you'll notice the, speci- like the benefits of being specialized, but the benefits of doing the special preparation exercises, and you'll notice the small percentage of carryover. But when yeah. you're very young... Yeah, you might you know you might be very um, skilled soccer player in yeah. high school because you focus on, on the specialized stuff, but they're going to kill you foundationally when they're a lot physically stronger and faster. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, so that's Super kind of true. and I, a
2: lot of people would be like, well, like Messi and Ronaldo, they are training from soccer. When yeah, so yeah. It's, You can't compare guys that went professionally yeah. at seven to soccer. There gonna are train. outliers. There are yeah. outliers. to yeah. so like, I'm going to play soccer <laughs> like. In yeah. my so, suburb for mm-hmm. 15
1: years. You know? <laughs> like, it the same. So, to wrap this up in an applicable way, like, okay, what what should I do training-wise? Yeah, so why is the okay. pyramid important? The pyramid's important because it kind of lays out, like, what the majority of your training should specialize and, I guess, the focus you should have. So, obviously, the focus, like, the end result is at the top, okay? So, you want to yeah. be more focused in, you know, actually performing better in your sport, yeah. okay? So, making sure that you're putting in a lot of effort there. But, obviously, the, the, the pyramid basically works in this way. The priority on how important it is, is at the top, but how much of your training or how much of your time should be spent in this area is down at the bottom. Like yeah. you can't, you can't only train your sport all the time. Okay. You yeah. gotta, you gotta be effective in, you know, that short period of time. And, and you know, you got, what I'm saying is you can't obviously run the race all yeah. the time. Okay. Yeah. You, you can't only practice on your sport. Okay. So then the priority works down on to, what i was saying was like you know your sport practice and things like that okay so when you're doing the practice but then as you get down into the things that you're doing outside of practice when you're not with your team okay that's when you can focus on some specialized things but again a lot of the base foundational stuff it's just general building general mobility general mm-hmm. strength especially yeah. at a younger age um in middle school high school as you're getting older as you're getting better with the sport it's just being more overall fit and strong is going to make you it's just going to make you a better athlete which yeah. is exactly. going to make you better at your sport so I feel like you could almost extend the pyramid another level below and have, like, recovery there. Yeah, just, like, so pure, recovery now?
0: Because, I mean, that's such a big... But I just want to say that the pyramid, like, you are building the pyramid of Giza, like, this is an enormous pyramid, and so this takes time. I think throughout the entire process, yeah. you have to focus on the base layers yeah. and build your way up, because yeah. you're only going to become the best if your pyramid's the biggest. And to have the biggest pyramid, you have to have the biggest base mm-hmm. and then work back up. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, you got to think from the bottom up, and don't be focused on yeah. just getting to the top from the beginning. It takes time. It's yeah. a process. There's no,
1: there's no shortcuts is like yeah. the yeah. foundation and, it, and the pyramid isn't like it's not like steps but it's more of like an it's not like an order of what you're doing mm-hmm. yes. it's more of um okay how do i prioritize my time yeah and like my training so in no way she performs am i saying like oh like you're a runner in high school like you need to <laughs> Just do, <start> doing push-ups, <laughs> yeah. Only Push do push-ups for the yeah. next year and do then move <laughs> on to running yeah do push-ups and then you do your specialized stuff and then you go to practice like, no no but what I'm saying is, like, when you're not with your team, you know, doing that other stuff. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, just thinking more about it. It's a way to you prioritize your training. Yeah, track. like, just like the final, a final example I think would be good is that I go,
2: like, I have practice, I have college practice, yeah. and my practices will be two hours, three mm-hmm. hours long. Yeah. And if you consider my race is less than two minutes. Yeah. exactly. And my that's, practice mm-hmm. is three hours, I think that's a pyramid right there. <laughs> so what am I yeah. doing? And if you were to, break out the schedule for my practices, it would be a lot like the exactly. he was just talking about segment, like,
0: uh, yeah, like sectioning it out. Yeah. a on your, on your yes. pyramid. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: uh, Tiny percent is the actual race and then the rest is exactly. all that foundation. Definitely. So that's something to keep in mind.
1: Exactly. So hopefully okay. that helps y'all kind of really restructure possibly your training and what you're doing. Um, now let's get into recovery a little bit since you mentioned it. I love right. some recovery. Yeah. Recovery is so, important, guys. So recovery is extremely important. I remember Zach used to tell me he wasn't sleeping but like five, six hours. I think maybe senior year or junior, yeah, junior year. Yeah, it was junior year. We talked that. about it and yeah. I was like, I was like, that's killing like your progress. Like Your sleep is where you gain so much recovery. You get stronger, you get better. Yeah. Um, you remember things better. You're just definitely. a better human being. For me, being.
2: I, it's crazy because at this point, I don't even sleep for... Uh, like athletic purposes. Mm-hmm. If I don't sleep properly, I just you feel like yeah, right. yeah, like you feel awful. You
0: it's know? just not how I want to go throughout my day. Yeah, your your day is just low performing. It kills your like, day, yeah. like if you're thinking, oh, I can squeeze an extra hour of the, out of the day, but you're really losing two hours of productivity mm-hmm. yeah. while doing that. Exactly, like, yeah. every hour is so much productivity cut off the day. The biggest it's, thing it's like, I
1: started making sure I get eight hours every night, more from again like my bodybuilding background of trying to recover and have my muscles grow and stuff, but. I've been doing it probably eight hours every day the past like two three years but when yeah. i miss a day i notice it yeah like, oh yeah i used to work a job that i work and close the gym at like 10 and then i'd have to wake up the next morning at like five to get there and hmm. um, open up the next day and again that was a day where i was basically forced to only get six and a half hours yeah. of sleep but yeah. every saturday morning man i'd feel it and it's yeah. it's there's no excuse to not get the sleep especially like you know, unless you are working like a crazy shift or stuff, it's most likely you're on your phone too yeah. late at night, put <laughs> it down, set yeah. a bedtime. I know you hate getting up and stuff, but like being consistent with your bedtime and being strict Yeah, that's it, what I was just about to say. Especially I, if you're serious about recovering and being an F. There's a lot
2: of research about going to bed at the same yeah. time, not yeah. only just how long you sleep. Definitely. man I'm a loser
1: I go to bed at 9 every night no yeah five. like I'm sitting like my girlfriend and I go yeah, we're losers no, yeah. No. we're losers man no I was
0: downtown in the city one night and I was like I was like, it was like 9.30 and I was like I was riding around bird scooters with my uh, stepbrother he had one that yeah. was like unlocked it was like a hacked one he had it he kept it and and I was like, I was like, Brock, I'm in, I'm a in. mile, I was, I was like, Brock, I'm a mile away from your house. You wanna you wanna hang out? You wanna chill? It was like nine thirty. I was excited to be like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. Yeah. He was like, ah, I'm in bed right now. Yeah. I'm about to go sleep. I was like, what? I was like, I was
1: like, I'm about to go to bed. Like, yeah. We um, but again, yeah. that's because a lot of it's because we uh, work out at six a.m. every yeah. day now. But um, shift or, shifted
0: schedule schedule right or now, I have yeah. clients and
1: stuff. So I mean, you gotta work with your schedule. So it doesn't have you don't have to go to bed at nine and wake up at five. But that's what I do. But my point is, figure out what time works best for you. And here's another tip too: wake up the same time on the weekends if you can. I know yeah, we like to sleep on the weekends. That's big. But here's the biggest thing: especially if you if you need to get better at waking up early, you can't. Spend Pick only certain days to do it. You can't give yourself a break because you're gonna like dread the days that you do wake up and that kills. So, like, you need to be consistent about it. And now I'm at the point where it's like sleeping in is like 7 a.m. and it's like, well, like my body wouldn't (laughs) actually wake up there. So, and again, the biggest thing about recovery it's just like feeling better the next day recovering yeah. giving your body a chance cuz you you might feel like your legs or your your body is like felt and you know fine ready to go yeah. but it's not always yeah. you don't always feel when you're when your body's fatigued too yeah. um so that's why that's important and then another thing with recovery is honestly nutrition we could have like a whole podcast about nutrition oh yeah, yeah. what about um, the food <laughs> there's so much like we're definitely gonna have to have a follow up on yeah. this one at some point. Yeah. If you really want to so talk more about food. nutrition then we can we can definitely do a follow up, you know. You guys will like, have to let us know on the gram, yeah, which, I, what, what you want to specialize if, on because you we can have it back my on any time. Yeah. But um, just brief on nutrition. Obviously, like everyone thinks protein, 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 which yeah. is great for recovery. and It's important. Yeah. Most people under-eat it. I come to Zach's house and there's like nothing. <laughs> nothing. But, um, Wait, nothing? Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah you go the same <laughs> it's way. It's just big bars go. and bagels.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's
1: it's big bars, like my diet. Bagels, peaches, like <laughs> peanut just butter, good yeah. I need some <laughs> yeah. ribs if or like lamb chops. If you're not vegan, you just need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the back to the thing. But yeah, um, protein definitely important. But fueling your body before and after workouts or carbohydrates are important in like good carbs okay um so i always think you know there's so many different information on like you know do you want something high glycemic you know spike your insulin do yeah. you want this that sugar i would go with something that makes you feel the best okay something that digests well yeah i give an example like i used to eat a lot of brown rice before a workout it made me feel like i was gonna crap my pants yeah. yeah so it's like that obviously wasn't working that great even though there's <laughs> really good benefits great fiber it's i works works white rice. which for some people may yeah. not work for you you know you Potatoes might make you feel really heavy um, before a workout or before a run, yeah. so don't do that. You found out bagel yeah. works great for you. bagel and peanut butter just yeah. works so well So well me. So find what works for you, um, carbohydrates before and after, because yeah. after you run, after you lift, whatever it is. is, you're So just what does clean. after
2: mean? Does after mean after I go home, take a shower, lie down for an hour, then? Um,
1: so there's a big myth that like you need to get food in your body or like protein within like 30 minutes of your workout mm-hmm. or something. Not really that true. Studies haven't really shown that. That, but but you need to probably get something within like an hour or two. Yeah. To really optimize your recovery, or else your body's kind of really like. What it's the like hell, the man? sooner
0: the better, but it's not like if you don't get thirty minutes
1: in, you're, you're not ruined, It's like, not like you're ruined. ruined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, there's a stupid thing at one of the gyms I worked at that, like, it literally... I mean, they were trying to sell their smoothies, so I get it. But yeah, like it you said, have to get it. In. said, like, if you don't fuel your body after 30 minutes, your workout was wasted. I was yeah. like, no, you still worked hard. Your body's still, you know, recovering. You, you, did, you did a good job, man. <laughs> just, just eat soon, you know. Um, but, yeah, um, and, you know, like you were saying, how far after... Again, as soon as you can, kind of, um, and two things you really want to focus on is good carbohydrates because you're trying to refuel those glycogen stores which is just stored carbohydrates yeah, yeah it's, a it's called ca- carbo loading like technically people yeah. think carbo loading is like the day before a race it's days it's, before it's, weeks. it's
0: weeks before weeks yeah you're, you're constantly trying to rebuild uh-huh. your stores higher and yeah. higher for the yeah. day that, that race i looked into a lot of studies and i made a brief video on it
1: but like um yeah carb loading should be a couple days before your meat yeah. you really want to again slowly get those carbohydrates up um that way you have a lot of that stored but um yeah, just from a general basis, before and after you know workout, you want to make sure you're getting a good amount of carbohydrates and some protein And A good kind of rule of thumb to think about with protein is one gram per pound of body weight. For most people, that might be- Per day? Right. Okay, yeah. Per day, yeah. Uh, females, honestly, can go a little bit lower. And honestly, um, studies have really stuck to around like 0.6 to 0.8 for athletes. Mm-hmm. So really- the one one gram is more like a bodybuilder rule yeah. of thumb, but it turns out to be bro science. Sometimes turns out to be real science, yeah. so it's kind of close. So really, I mean, if you're how much you weigh, Zach. Uh, like one thirty eight right now. Jesus. So, like, so, I know. so <laughs> yeah. So let's say one forty, right? So yeah. Um. So he would probably just need at least hundred grams, maybe up to one twenty. You know. Yeah. That's interesting. Um,
2: i i know a lot about nutrition just from running and things. Yeah. I've yeah. never known how much protein per day is a normal
1: amount. Even that would be. But I'll day. tell. I tell you, some people like either clients I train or um anybody I'll listen to Zach or something, and especially you think you're getting enough till you track it. You know, with my fitness balance. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, I only have like fifty grams. Especially if you lived at Zach's house yeah. <laughs> nothing, yeah. But <Yeah. laughs> it's like fifty grams, it's like it's not like it's gonna be a night and day difference, but instead of like, okay, I mean it's I guess what's what's soreness feel like after like running? Uh, Is it more in the legs? Is it like fatigue? I say it's sore? in the legs. It's definitely and in the legs. And if you're running a lot, it's just like pure energy fatigue. It's I would I would energy fatigue. it's different than my story. It's energy yeah. and fatigue, yeah. and
0: I would say the joints, like the
1: knee areas, yeah. the yeah. ankle calves, yeah. Calves, yeah. Hip areas. And if it was a
0: good workout, like if it was a hard workout, your calves and yeah. hammies will be sore. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. only that's
1: rarely I'd say yeah. at like a high level. Like, but like it's rarely Let's really how many days maybe till you feel good. So it's kind of never a good day. bro. It depends on how hard.
2: I I had this one meet earlier this year. Where I was ran through the ringer. Yeah. Like, I was ran through the ringer. Yeah, and I could not move for about four to five days afterwards. Yeah, and I kept waking up like yeah, like bit, the record bit. before like, maybe was, today. The record before that was a day or two. I was waking up three days, four yeah. days later, like <laughs> can't move. Like okay, I okay,
1: For example, let's say it takes you like three days to recover. Yeah, imagine cutting it down like one day. Okay, yeah. and it's not just like oh, I feel better like one day earlier. It's not just about how you're feeling, but also how you perform. If you're more recovered before the next workout, exactly. you That's can what I was output a lot more. Yeah. So your recovery is so crucial for not just feeling better, but also how much you can perform in the next workout, which carries over to your overall and it performance. It and builds. And build. So, um and, yeah, and one thing I feel like
0: you guys may be worried about, I don't know if you guys worry too much about this, but I know like there's a lot of people that say like protein will make you fat or like carbs will make you fat. Like uh, people, it's a, people think about this yeah. a lot, and they say like oh you can't eat too much or that'll turn directly to fat. Yeah. And the craziest thing is that it's not based off how much protein or carbs you get; it's just based off calories. If you're trying, if mostly, you're worried about the yeah. weight, then like just eat less
1: calories. Yeah, there's been you're some studies. Um, there's actually one guy that did something kind of crazy. I don't know if this was too scientific, but he literally just made I think he made half of his diet strictly twinkies oh i've seen this yeah yeah, yeah. And he lost, and he lost weight, weight doing that yeah but don't take that to heart because he doesn't look that great i mean yeah. it's, it's still quality of food so don't get crazy with that like yeah, nutrition no, the definitely. nutrients in the food matter but at the end of the day like probably 70 percent of how you're going to gain lose weight feel is going to be calories in versus calories out yeah, yeah. how much you're burning okay so, so so don't be worried about your carbs don't be worried like, about and you can carbs, eat the carbs guys. my biggest thing is like to keep it simple stupid because i think most people just don't want to think about this stuff. yeah is just hit your protein intake so try to keep track of that in a way and just think about okay let me hit my hundred for the day yeah <laughs> And then everything else can just be filled in, you know? Obviously, you yeah. don't want to go crazy with the fat, so don't go ham on the peanuts, <laughs> you know, yeah. in a container. And don't strictly do carbs, you know? But but have a good balance. And the biggest thing, too, a lot of people won't make a mistake of just going, oh, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating all this fruit. And I'm like, that's a ton of sugar, man. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Because... I mean fruit's great and you know it is natural sugar but it's still sugar mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i i the only thing i try to say with sugar is i try to keep mine around like 100 grams or less for the yeah. day um but again if you're getting like a fruit smoothie let's say you get a travel smoothie or you yeah. go somewhere you're done for the day oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. don't even think about soda so yeah. one, one, one can of soda is like 60 grams of the sugar yeah. just Whew. no point no i remember point. It soda,
2: soda's good but it's not crazy good it's, it's not, not that. Yeah. Dr-
1: Calorie drinks, not worth it, man. They're yeah. not that never, good. Drink never, drink what, never, never drink your calories. Never man. drink your calories, man. Unless it's like a smoothie. That's different. That's food. Yeah. 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 That's but kind like, of food, yeah. yeah. But, but no. Never it's drink like your calories. Like a soda, a Gatorade. Yeah. Nah, never drink your Get that your G2. Now. Get yeah. that G2. Yeah. It's not really worth it, man.
2: Maybe would eat it. it. Maybe the Gatorade yeah. sometimes. But. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was really the biggest thing. So at the start of the podcast, we kind of talked about how when you're younger, you should focus on the foundation. Yeah. And like people are always asking... I want to get better, faster, like, you're to Virginia Tech, like, how can I get that good, whatever. One of the biggest, probably the biggest thing I did going into college that I know I didn't do in high school was not just the workouts, it's just recovery. In high school, yeah. just recovery wasn't No one thing. pays attention yeah.
1: to their nutrition recovery. There's so many athletes that, like, like if I, if I went back with the knowledge that I know about training and, like, nutrition recovery... I feel like now this is again with hindsight, so it's really different. But like, I feel like I would be the best baseball player. I feel like you know, in the freaking state, I feel like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because again, if no, who else? Who do you know in high school is packing their lunch with nutritious stuff, watching their protein, tracking their food, making sure they get eight hours of sleep, um, training with specific, you know, it's called specialization. Most of them are just packing their lips with, like, dipping something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Most of (laughs) them are just screwing around and and just not paying attention to that stuff. Yeah, and. You know how many people are actually making this stuff count? Because it matters and it adds up. it's the difference between Definitely. a good athlete and a great athlete, a D3 and Absolutely. a D one. It's the difference. Yeah. And um, you know, some people have the genetics to get by and that's so true, you know? Yeah. But for the six the six foot point guard that, you know, is just, you know, average, making sure he's doing his mm-hmm. nutrition, doing the extra training, makes a difference. Makes him go Definitely. D1. You and know? even those people that get by or really just cheating themselves. Yeah, well, because yeah. once they get to D one, once they get to Virginia yes. Tech, if it's not there, if it's not dialed in, yeah. you're, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna, gonna it. You're not gonna make it through those five a.m. six a.m. workouts, two <laughs> hour workouts, yeah. peter out. Yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna maybe something's changed yeah. now. <laughs> it yeah,
2: that doesn't become so. Yeah. So that's nutrition, and then you said you had specific things. Okay, I have some exercises people. that. Let's see these exercises. Okay,
1: so one thing that again, this is more I guess in a way. It's definitely going to be more for sprinters in a way, but also I think it could apply for cross-country runners as well. And that's going to be like box step-ups where you're driving off one leg. I think unilateral, which meaning like one leg or one side at a time. Yeah. Unilateral power and also um, stability is really important. Yeah. So either a box step-up, um, again, you just kind of want it around knee height, you know, and just focus on driving um, off that as quick as you can. So focus on explosive movement. But also um, another one that's kind of a similar motion is a Bulgarian split squat, which that is basically if I'm trying to describe it, you know, yeah. obviously you can like look this stuff yeah, up. Maybe, people yeah, people just look you this up on YouTube. Go to my page, <laughs> plug myself. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's basically you have one leg back on a bench, like the um, like your toe or whatever back on a bench. Yeah, you have one leg forward. You're just kind of bending down, squatting, kind of like a single leg squat. If you want to think of it that way, you can yeah. hold dumbbells, and that's again building up. Um, you're actually kind of stretching your hip, stretching your quad, your back quad, while you're also working the other leg. It's, again, a big single leg um, stability builder. You're working some glute. You're really kind of, again, building that foundational stuff, but it's also going to be specialized. Another one that I think really applies to runners universally... It was what's called Nordic curl. Okay. Nordic curl. Now, what have you either of y'all heard of this? No, no but I,
2: I might know what it is, but yeah. I don't know if i It's heard
1: basically right. like a controlled um, eccentric leg curl, if that makes sense. So, someone's gonna basically hold, um, you're gonna lie basically kind of flat on your stomach, if you wanna think of it that okay. way. Yeah. And then you're gonna be kind of curled back um, towards your feet, okay? So, kind of if you like, um, are sitting on your like knees, if that makes sense. Um, okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's hard to visualize. I yeah. It's easier to show, so you can look it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone's gonna hold down like your heels, mm-hmm. okay, right on the, on the back end of your heels, and you're just gonna control your body as oh, you go what down. About. Now, okay. what this is working is eccentric, which means basically it's also called the negative. So, if here's a good way to think of it: like when you're doing a barbell yeah. curl. You're curling the weight up towards your like, your head, up towards your shoulders. That's the concentric or the positive motion. That's yeah. where you're like making that muscle contract. Now, the part where you're controlling it down is the negative. The negative is where a lot of muscle break- breakdown takes place. It's where a lot of control is important. and takes place, and you're a lot stronger in your eccentric than you are your concentric. Um, so, what you're doing in this motion is you're really building up your hamstring eccentric strength, which is I think is really important with, as a runner controlling yeah, as you land. Definitely. Now I know what you're talking as, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's where it's all connected. You know, <laughs> as you land, you know, being able to not only. Um, obviously land and kind of propel yourself into the next step. But having the strength, again, being strong in a weak position, yeah. okay? I think that's so important for preventing injury, preventing strains, yeah. preventing all that stuff. Definitely. I
2: feel like a lot of runners have just targeted spots on their body where they're not strong. Yeah. yeah. And, and those know, are well, the that's, spots that, that come Well, up. that's
1: where the general – um, foundation training is really important but yeah. definitely when you get to the specialized stuff if you have weak hamstrings or tight hamstrings mm-hmm. you can have it pop one day you yeah, do know yeah, um, so being strong in weak positions and I think this can help prepare you for that because again it's building up your hamstrings um, and it's going to help build stability too yeah. which again muscle training isn't just for size isn't just for strength it's for stability um, as well so
2: I'll tell you guys from my perspective there's not a team at Tech that doesn't do some sort of muscle Yeah, exactly. not a single team so If you guys are listening to this and I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if I need that. Yeah. Everyone that I'm seeing (laughs) on this level is doing some sort of muscle training in some way. So if you're not doing that and you're trying to take the next step and you have the ability to possibly be doing that and you're educated and you've gone to Brock's Instagram. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is the things you guys should start doing. But
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, Another one um, that again it's at first glance, you don't think, it you know, perfectly correlates over. Uh, but again, it's lateral or what's called like a curtsy lunge. So
0: curtsy there are lunge. two different exercises,
1: <laughs> two different exercises. The lateral lunge is very simple. Yeah. You're stepping to the side and then you're kind of pushing back. You're coming as low as you can into basically like a squat from the side yeah. or like a cossack squat is another term for it. And then coming back up. And that's going to work a lot of your lateral strength, lateral stability, which you might think, okay, I'm running pretty forward and backwards. Mm-hmm. But again, having that ability to kind of, have um your hips to be very strong in that way. Mm-hmm. So again, working super with hips are super important super with running important. switching back and forth, switching around people, getting, you know, again, I'm not a big runner, so I don't know the exact things that you'd be doing for sure. Yeah. But I think building up lateral strength, mobility, stability, all that stuff carries over. It Absolutely. has to benefit you in some way. So again, um not just doing any exercise. I'll give an example of something that would be pointless to do as a runner, leg press. What's the point? Yeah. You're building yeah. up your quads, your hamstrings. You're in a stationary position. You're not, um, it's not a free weighted movement, meaning you're not holding a dumbbell or and working your stabilizers. You're in a seated position, just pushing, building up strength in your legs. What's the point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're building up size and strength. There's really, there's no stability work. There's no, your core's not engaged, things like that. That would be an example of how these are different than say your average stuff. Yeah. Um, so and then a curtsy lunge is very similar in a way. Um, basically, if you know what a reverse lunge is, which just think of the term, you're stepping backwards. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. back the it's difference with a curtsy is you're stepping back and a little bit behind to the other side. So if you step back, so you're crossing uh, over this, a this podcast bit. is going to revo- uh, need a lot of visualization. <laughs> but you're, let's say your let's say you're, um working many Let's your say brain. your lead leg is your front is your uh, left leg. Okay, and you're stepping back with your right leg. Okay, so you're stepping back and also. To the left or outside of your lead leg, if that yeah. makes sense. So you're kind of stepping again, like a curtsy, like you're doing a curtsy. If you're, uh, yeah, I don't know how many obviously. girls are listening, you know, <laughs> they know what a curtsy is, but yeah. Um, but anyway, and again, that what that's going to do a little bit more than the side lunge just work a lot more glute. So the lateral lunge, you're going to feel a lot in your um, what's called your adductors or your inside of your uh, groin, and you're feeling a lot in the glute, net, you know, quads, things like that. But the curtsy, you're going to feel a lot more in your glutes, which again, yeah, strong glutes, mobile glutes. Sounds simple. You know, everyone, everyone wants a big butt, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing <laughs> now. No. Uh, but it's, no, but your glutes are so important with stability, hip function. Um, you know, if you, if you don't have good functioning hips, glutes, things like that, if something's tight, any sport you're going to feel. Exactly. Yeah. Just telling you about yeah. the like problem. It's a big, Definitely. honestly, Shoot. people feel pain in their back. They feel pain in their mm-hmm. hip. Fix the glute, fixes it. Yeah, know, which a lot expect. of stuff works down the chain from the glutes. Maybe from your glutes. You never That's know. That's the stuff I try to teach on my Instagram is sometimes you think it's the shoulder or it's you know or you, you know, you think it's a shoulder issue or something, but sometimes it's more in the chest, or it's a, you know, it's an elbow issue that's leading to shoulder pain or things yeah, like that. Yeah, um, And then the last one I have is a single leg RDL, which means remaining oh, down. I actually did these. I college, know. yeah. So basically, you're balancing on, let's say, your right leg. You're holding the weight in your left leg, or you can do a body weight, and you have a slight bend in your knee. You're shifting down. Basically, this is challenging again stability, which is very important. With I think just it's, any, it's hard for You're running. Run you're right never right. on two feet when you're running, or you're not supposed to. You're yeah. Really, you're supposed to, yeah, propelling on that. So. Again, Again, building that single leg stability, it's training a lot of hamstring. It's training some back and core strength so you're Definitely. not rotating and twisting. So those are kind of like the four that I always kind of mainly um, carry to mention. Yeah. And I think, again, all of those have good carryover to runners specifically. Uh, but again, that would be an example of that SPP or that special physical preparation. Um, and then your general stuff is obviously your push-ups, your squats, things like that ca- that can build up overall leg endurance and strength and stuff like that. Brought it all together. That was crazy. Guys, crazy. Any
2: visualization,
0: definitely. Go follow yeah, Brock. Check he says it out. It's all there. We'll at, put it in the at, show notes. Yeah, and so it'll
1: be in the show notes. Message him. At Brock Covington. Absolutely. Yes. Feel uh, free to message him. Yeah. Let me know. He, he likes, likes talking. Yeah. This was
2: my first time meeting Brock. I didn't know Zach had such a smart friend because he was really, <laughs> he was really educating myself and you guys. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And I'm sure Brock will be on another one. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. dude. Thank you, Appreciate Brock. you coming yeah, out. No and
0: well, next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right. Bye.